If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome back, you powerful, successful, brilliant entrepreneur women to another episode of your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co-host, Amy Walker. And I'm Dr. Monica Ogando. And today we are doing another feminine leadership topic. We are talking about healthy boundaries, (gasps) saying no and liking it. It's amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Ah, you're funny boundaries. So I have a storied relationship with boundaries because many times people have used, and by people, I mean me, people have (laughs) used boundaries as a way to protect their ego. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want this to be in front of me because I don't want to be triggered. I don't want to be challenged. I don't want to be pushed back, blah, 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 blah. And it's a way to kind of like avoid your own feedback. Like the universe is going to give you feedback about your relationships, about how you show up based on the people that show up, right? And so so that's my disclaimer. We're, we're not talking about boundaries to protect your ego. We're talking about boundaries to honor the biggest I have something. version of yourself. Yes, I please. have something. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This is what I say. If you don't create healthy boundaries, intentional healthy boundaries, you will create unintentional unhealthy walls. Ooh, isn't that good? I knew you would like it. I knew you would like it. That's Reverend Amy Walker right there. Pastor Amy, Pastor Amy's on a roll. Because here's the thing: we all need to be protected. Like, there's a part of ourselves that needs to be safe, right? Like, that's a human core need. We need to be safe. And so, what happens is we don't have boundaries, and people cross them and cross them and cross them because we didn't set them up. And then we end up feeling unsafe, and we end up feeling like we're being walked all over or run run over. That sometimes when I hear people say walked over, run over. I'm like, Oh, this is a boundaries conversation. And so then what happens is we build walls and those walls are like, not, no one's getting through. Um, no help is coming. You cannot send me pizza or deliver me flowers because you will not get through because my sentinels will shoot you down when you approach. Lord have mercy. It's just painful and bloody. (laughs) I, (laughs) I have, I have a nuance around that. And that is that, um, you know, I always talk about this quote from Albert Einstein, the, the most important decision that you will ever make is to decide whether or not you live in a friendly or an unfriendly universe, because mm-hmm. out of that decision, all other decisions arise. And if I have made up my mind that I live in a friendly universe and everything is for my highest good, then even the stuff that doesn't serve me, even somebody walking, quote unquote, walking all over me is good feedback, good information for how I want to navigate. Now, there are environments that we set up that are productive to certain results and not productive for, you know, for other results, right? So mm-hmm. if you wanted, for example, to create an experience of a summery beachy day, don't go to Chicago in December. It's just not gonna work. It's not Truly. there to be found, right? So as, as beautiful as Chicago is in the summer, 
December is not the time to create a beachy experience in Chicago. It's just not. That's not the environment for it, right? And so you have to decide what kind of environment you are and what thrives in your environment. And so it's not so much about creating uh, boundaries to keep things away, but more like to usher, to guide people. Here's how it best works here. Yes. In this environment that I am. Here's how to best communicate with me. Here's what doesn't work with communication. Here's what works with timeliness, money, you know, whatever mm -hmm. other topic there may be. Here's how to best navigate this environment called being in relationship with me. And these are yes. the things that don't work. You know what I mean? It's, it's creating your house rules, right? Yeah. Like we're going to have a house party and it's going to be fun and nothing's going to get damaged because, and you're not going to trash my place because we just have house rules in place. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to share a story. When I was a kid, there was this, we had two neighborhoods right by each other and they, they backed up each other and to walk from one neighborhood to the other took like 15 minutes, but there were these two houses that didn't have fences and we just walked through the yards. Right. And so then you could get to the other side fast. It was really fast. And so everybody walked from one side to the other. Well, one family sold their home and they moved and a new family came in and they did not like all these kids walking through their yard. Mm. And so they started off by saying, don't walk through the yard, you know, nicely. And then it was like, don't walk through the yard less nicely. And we still were all just sneaking through that yard. And then they built a fence and I literally climbed that fence one time. And I was like, this is just not worth the effort. <laughs> and then I was done. And so what happens is sometimes when you have not had healthy boundaries and you start to ask for your boundaries, people are still crossing them. And it can create for a minute, this increase in, um, friction. Mm -hmm. And sometimes because of that friction, people go, oh, well, just give it up. All the kids are going to walk through this yard anyway, instead mm. of saying, no, this is really an important boundary to me. So mm -hmm. here's an example. Um, I started learning about boundaries and I'll share what some of my boundaries are and really started intentionally putting them in place. And I could tell that it was like kind of bugging people around me. Like they, you know, they wanted to support me. They love me. I have great relationships, but I could tell it was kind of irking them. And I just was like, you know what, in peace, I'm going to hold through it because this is the way that I can show up the best for this relationship is when this boundary is honored. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of years later, my husband went through this transition where he started putting up boundaries. And I remember feeling like, oh, what you're going to block me, you know? And it was I like, I had to go, Oh, okay. This yeah. is you putting up your boundaries that makes you feel safe and valued and protected. And I get to show up and honor that. Mm -hmm. So I think boundaries are like the perfect way to direct people into having a positive and enriching, fulfilling experience with you. Mm -hmm. And it's important that when you're writing your boundaries, you not write them as though they are ultimatums that if the perfect does, if the person doesn't perfectly adhere, then they have no place in your life because that's a wall. That's not a boundary. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good distinction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there's, there's levels, right? There's levels to the access that people have to you. And you already know this, like you already have evidence of this. There's a conversation that you have with your best friend that you would never have with someone at, at in front of you at the line at Starbucks. <laughs> you just wouldn't, you don't have that kind of relationship. You don't have that kind of depth. You don't have that kind of comfort. You don't have that kind of permission. Can we speak yeah. about permission? Um, and so you already know how to modulate access to you and what you reveal and, and what people have uh, permission to to challenge you on to push back on etc there's I'm, I'm certain of it because this happens with our children all the time like for example if i walked in on you when you are using the bathroom 
you'd be like, Monica, what's wrong with you? But yeah. <laughs> when your toddler walks in, you'd be like, okay, fine. Mommy can't even get a second to herself, but he'd be let in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we, we have these things, these conditions you have to get, in order to get to the next point of, of this conversation, which is talking about making powerful requests, you have to understand for yourself, what is it that you are actually needing or requesting mm -hmm. here? Or what's the need that needs to be met so that you can feel your full self? And then yeah. that way you can make powerful requests. Because one of the things that I have been, that I've noticed, especially with some of my female friends, is that sometimes we have this conversation like, well, you should just know. If you love me, you should know. No, nope. we do this. We do this with our partners. We do this with our friends, you know, and I'm like, listen, if you love me, you would tell me. How about that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I, I want to talk about invisible boundaries because mm -hmm. I really believe that we have an intrinsic set of needs that are unique to us. Yeah. Right. And sometimes mm -hmm. we don't even understand them. Um, so the way that you can find these is you can look at what are the situations and the things that keep happening over and over and over again, that make you feel unsafe, make you feel like you're not being valued, make you mm -hmm. feel like you're, um, you know, angry or upset or frustrated or being yeah. taken for granted. Yeah. And if you'll make a list of those things, you'll start to see the pattern. And behind that pattern is the invisible boundary, which is just, it's just something that you need. It's a core need that you have. It's part of your, you know, your makeup, your unique set of characteristics, mm -hmm. and it just needs to be addressed. So mm -hmm. I'll tell you a couple of mine that I have. One of my boundaries is that, um, I don't have to feel what you feel in order to love you. Yes. That's such a healthy boundary for me mm -hmm. that I, because I am empathetic and because I do like deeply love and have lots of loyalty to the people that I care about, I used to feel everything that they feel. And then it was like, oh, you're suffering while I'm suffering with you. Mm -hmm. And so now it's like, no, I, I don't have to feel what you feel in order to love you, but I will love you through whatever you feel. And it's so much more healthy because before mm -hmm. what happened, because again, if we don't create intentional, healthy boundaries, we create, create unintentional, unhealthy walls. So mm -hmm. I didn't let anyone get close to me. Like, you know, like even my friends, there was not a sense of closeness. It was mm -hmm. like, yeah, we're friends and I'll listen to you, but you're never going to know what's going on inside of me. Like it's not coming out. Mm -hmm. So that's one. Another one is, um, that you cannot attack my foundation. So I'm very open to receiving criticism. If I'm doing something wrong or you want me to do something better, I'm very open to having that conversation, but you can't attack my foundation, which is my integrity, my values, my intention. Mm -hmm. Um, that always like causes me to tailspin. If somebody comes at me, like I'm a bad person mm -hmm. and I let that happen, uh, that will send me on a tailspin. It used to be like, it used to be honestly months. <laughs> like I could oh, be in a tailspin yeah. for months mm -hmm. because of that, just like beating myself up about something. And now having that boundary and, and what happens, it's not like nobody ever tries, but I stop them. Just like if my kids all had friends coming over and they started like painting on my walls with markers, I would <laughs> stop them. Right. No, like, they're not kicked out of the house. It's just like, oh, you know what? We're not going, we're not actually, we're actually not going to do that, you know? And so mm -hmm. we can do this instead. And so when someone comes and they want to attack my foundation, I'll just stop them and I'll say, you know, I'm not open to having that conversation with you because I know what my heart is. I know where my intentions are, but I am open to hearing if there's things that you would like me to improve on. 
Mm-hmm. So if you want to address it from that conversation, we can have that conversation, but I'm not yeah. open to having this one. And it has just, and I've got a few more as well, but yeah, another one is I'll throw you life preservers, but you have to swim to shore. Like I'm not going to jump in and save you and mm-hmm. drown in the process, mm-hmm. but I will throw you life preservers. If you're struggling, yeah, reach out. I will give you the tools that you need, but you are going to have to grab them and you are going to have to swim. Um, and so I've just, you know, I've got this like small handful of boundaries that for me, give me the space to really share and to shine and to love and to have healthy interactions in a way that, um, it works for me. Oh, I'm going to say one more. I really love my boundaries. Can I just tell you that? Show them off, girl. Show them off. (laughs) So um, the other one is that every yes has a no. And so I will take time to think about it before I decide. Mm -hmm. So if you bring me an opportunity, I I will not make a decision right in the moment and you won't get a quick yes, because I'm going to think about it first and say, okay, if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? Mm -hmm. And which one do I want more? Mm -hmm. And then from there, I'll make that decision and come back. And it gives me, um, gives me control over what are the right decisions for me to make. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you're sharing here because it it uh, elucidates for me or it reminds me of some of my um, rules for engagement. I'll call it that mm-hmm. um, that some of them are unspoken and then some of them it's like no, I have to articulate them because you may not know that that's what you're entering, right? So one of the one of the boundaries that helps me to be my best self and to see the other person in their best light as well is to establish that neither one of us is going to be a mind reader for the other. Mm-hmm. If you can read my mind and I can read yours and we can finish those sentences, that's gravy on top. That's extra credit. That's the cherry on top. But it is not a requirement because a lot of times, you know, we have grown up with parents or mothers or in families where there's a lot of secrets. There's a lot of unspoken stuff. And one of the ways to navigate your way to safety was to be able to decipher what was unspoken. Mm-hmm. But I don't live there anymore. I am my own safety. And I don't need to un- to navigate your silence in order for me to generate safety for myself. Mm-hmm. And you That's don't good. need to do that in order for me to be a safe space for you either. You can speak your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes that can be jarring for someone who's used to navigating silences, right? And then the, yes. other, the other piece is about um, you don't need to prove to me how much you love me. I believe you. I take you at your word. And, and more than that, I'll take you at your behavior. So mm-hmm. you don't need to suffer in order to prove how devoted you are to our friendship. You don't need to sacrifice the things that matter to you in order for you to demonstrate how important this friendship is to you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. going to require that of you. And my show of love to you is not requiring that and not holding you accountable for things, using me as your benchmark. Like, just because I would react a certain way and you don't, doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? It means you're not doing it my way. That's all that means. Ooh, these are big girl conversations. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good stuff. So I would say to everybody who's listening, um, maybe take some time out in your journal, or if you're like me and you're more like a verbal auditory processor, maybe your voice memo on your phone, to speak to, to speak through or or journal through some of these. What are the boundaries that you already have? What are the rules of engagement? Mm-hmm. How does somebody, how can somebody best show up in your garden, and and yeah. and be fed by what's there, and for you to be fed by by them them coming. What what are some of those rules of engagement? And then if you don't have them clearly elucidated, maybe this is a good time to get clear on them, um, and to get clear on what boundaries would you like to have, 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, this idea of like, I don't have to, for some people, like I just had a, f- a friend of mine had this conversation with about a few days ago and they were like, I had no clue that I could make that rule up for myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to take that one. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's part of the rule book now. So perhaps this is a great way to, to, for you to also generate what are some of the boundaries you would like to have that would have you be your best self. And all that's standing between you and creating that boundary is the permission and, and the accessibility to do so. Yes. Now I want to bring this out really quick because I know we're almost out of time, mm-hmm. but a lot of women entrepreneurs struggle with scope creep in their client interactions. Yeah. So the client asks for more and then they give more. And pretty soon you're like, man, I am doing way more work than what was contracted. And now all of a sudden this money doesn't feel worth it anymore. Yeah. So what I would say to that is number one, you have an invisible boundary that you have not yet discovered that needs to be set in place because that is the conversation mm-hmm. below the conversation. Once that's in place, I like, I don't have this issue. I really don't. My clients Mm -hmm. are very respectful of my time. We're very clear on what we offer. And I I just don't, and I don't say yes to things that I should say no to. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that you've got to do is figure out what is missing below the surface that is going to give you the confidence to come into it and say, this is what we've contracted for. This is what I can do for you. And if you want anything more, this is what the rate will be. And that's it. Like, it's not some big, hard thing, but you have to find that, that peace, that confidence in order for you to go in and feel really good about it. And Mm -hmm. like, my clients are mad about it. They get mm-hmm. great value, but they get exactly what, like it, we're all very clear beforehand what that's going to look like and what it's not. Yeah. And again, this goes into the, the, uns, the spoken and the unspoken conversations, right? And, and it's okay to challenge people's assumptions, you know, uh, just like it's okay for people to challenge yours. It's, it's yeah. okay. That's what they're there for, right? I love that. Absolutely. Thank you for presence in that. Good, good. Well, we so appreciate you being on with us today for your Circle of Influence podcast. Make sure that you subscribe. And uh, we are, if you're here for the first time, you can reach us on all of the platforms. I'm at Amy Walker Coach on Instagram. And I'm at Monica Ogando. You have to spell it right, though. M-O-N-I-K-A-H-O-G-A-N-D-O. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll put the, we'll put that link in the show notes. Absolutely. So thank you all so much for being here with us. We love that you're here. We love that you subscribe. We love that you come back for more and we love hearing from you. So make sure that you reach out and tell us what are your boundaries? Cause we would love to support you in them. Awesome. Thank you everybody. Thanks for being here. We'll talk soon.